0: Hello and welcome to the Crack and Banter podcast with me, Rhys, and my co-host Luke. Luke, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. Uh, how are you today? I am also doing very well. I'm quite excited to get into what we have today. Um, we've got quite a good topic coming up and we've got some uh, some nice little pieces of news, but nothing crazy, just some nice uh, Marvel news. And then we have a, a fun topic today, but we'll get into that later. Um... Yeah, have you been good? Have you been doing anything recently or chilling out? Uh, Mostly
1: just revision, really. I've got three exams next week. That's all the exams I have to do for university. I mean, at that point, it's actually me done. So I was actually (laughs) talking to my mum about this the other day. That This will probably be the earliest, notwithstanding last year, because everything (laughs) got cancelled. This will be the earliest I have ever finished a year of education. (laughs) I'll be done. (laughs) by the end of April which is insane
0: yeah I think a lot of people are like that my my sister's doing her ASs and I know that she's uh because a lot of the exams are kind of done through school and stuff she'll be finished quite soon but I uh, another another school um one of the people who I dance with there that she's doing her ASs as well but um she's got like th- the next three weeks they'll be doing some exams and then they just get off for summer after that they don't have to come back to school. They're just yeah. off, so three weeks and then they're done for the rest of the year, which just feels crazy. But uh, I feel like if if there's ever been a time where you've earned a break, <laughs> I think this is the time. So it's it's kind of fair,
1: I think. Yeah, uh, it just gives me less time to prepare is the only problem for the. <laughs> that is
0: very true, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, give and take, give and take. <laughs> I trust you'll you'll get it done. You're uh. You're a, a genius among men, Look, Don't worry.
1: Uh, I've heard it described as I'm an idiot savant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very Don't... good at some things.
0: Very bad at some others. <laughs> Maybe uh, I, I'd like to imagine that your, your revision just slowly uh, starts to seep into the rest of your life, like next week. Over the next couple of weeks don't be surprised if the podcast veers more and more into veterinary type topics and this week we're discussing favorite biological parts of animals okay look, do you want to start us off on this one this was your topic
1: idea I'm actually a big fan of the cecum in rats <laughs> uh, so if you don't know a cecum basically I'm not saying it Definitely, the rats are the only animals that have off the top of my head. They're the only ones I can think of. Basically, the cecum is what allows the rat to basically eat anything at once. Because it just, right. uh, it's like, kind of, uh, you know you know how most people, the protection have, they have, they something that's the stomach acid breaking it down. Well, the yeah. cecum sort of like, in very simple terms, the cecum uh, filters out really harmful stuff in some weird things so basically rats can just eat anything without getting uh massively adverse effects obviously notwithstanding that's the saying time I've said notwithstanding <laughs> um that actual poison yeah. yes rats cannot eat rat poison and survive hence why it's called rat poison
0: yeah no i mean if they could the the rat poison uh, you know big poison would have some some stuff to answer to if rats could eat rat poison and still survive um, but yeah, I like to I like to imagine next week the the email is just blowing up with all these all these random accounts all asking suspiciously specific uh, questions that only pertain
1: to your degree, and you're just using the podcast as like revision practice. <laughs> like, well, oh, uh. you know you know what they say you should always mix business and pleasure.
0: Yeah, that, I think that's how that that's how that saying goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Um, but yes, we have a little bit of news this week, two things, both uh, Marvel news. Um, we'll start off with this little little piece um, about the, the upcoming Thor movie, Thor Love and Thunder, which I'm very excited for. Um, Taika Waititi is back directing, but this week we got uh, an announcement from none other than Russell Crowe saying that he will be coming into the MCU to play uh, the Greek god Zeus. So... Um, zeus will be appearing in thor love and thunder uh zeus the the greek god pantheon does exist in the marvel comics as well like alongside the norse one and stuff um i'm not sure how they're going to incorporate all of this obviously it's um the mcu isn't always exactly the same as the comics but i think that'll be fun we'll have a a a god of lightning slash thunder off in the (laughs) in the mcu and i think russell crowe is a a great pick for zeus i mean he's um
1: a uh, uh, symbol of a Greek god if ever there was one, no? He's he's a weird one insofar as that he's the sort of actor you could swear must have been in a Marvel movie by some point. Like, it's confusing how he's not been... I honestly I think, had you asked me just blind there has Russell Crowe been in a Marvel movie I would have said yes, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you which one because obviously he's not <laughs> been in one. But it's like... Yeah definitely feels like he should have been i think but i think someone will do that eventually they'll forget that that this person has been in a previous marvel movie they'll, they'll just sneak back into one
0: oh yeah for sure for sure i think that's fine you know there's these things come full circle if someone if, if it's been long enough that we forget and it was just like some villain or whatever i think that's fine um, but I think also Russell Crowe, as much as yes, he definitely is the sort of person you would expect, he's already been in a Marvel movie. He's also the sort of person I could easily imagine him like saying that he'd never be in a Marvel movie, you know. Like, I could imagine him being like, No way, I'm never doing that. I'm never sitting in that, uh, in that makeup chair. I'm never putting that stupid costume on, like, you know. But I oh, also, but I, I don't know why, I... maybe.
1: Sorry, go ahead. I know why I thought he was in a Marvel movie. He was in, um, he was in Man of Steel. He was a uh, oh, short yes, of That's why I thought he was in a Marvel movie. Yes. I knew there was um, a reason.
0: I but I think I think what this might be is and I don't know why I get this from Russell Crowe, but I think Russell Crowe strikes me as like he will he wants to prove he can do everything, like he wants to be in every type of movie you know so he's done a DC movie he's done a Marvel movie or he is doing a Marvel movie now like he's done a musical he's done action he's done drama like I think he wants to he wants to have been in every genre kind of thing not in like a prove himself kind of way but just I don't know just for fun or just because he's like he feels like that's a fun acting thing but Ian. do you not think you get that vibe from Russell Crowe where it's like I, I, think I could just, be in
1: that. <laughs> I think it's just because, yeah, he's capable of turning his hand to everything. I mean, he's also really funny. Well, he was—he did do the straight man role, but it was a very funny straight man role for the nice guys. It, very yes. underrated movie. I would highly recommend. Yeah. Um, he was really funny in that opposite, like sort of Ryan Gosling's more goofy character. Uh, yeah. So I, I think it's just the case we can do a bit of everything, which is why he's so popular with directors.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's another one. Ryan Gosling is another. How, how has he not been in it in the MCU yet? <laughs> you
1: could, you could, honestly, you could do a whole episode on that. Like, yeah, okay. I knew he had like a brief, brief cameo in Thor Ragnarok, but Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, actually there's set photos from Love and Thunder sorry if this is a
0: spoiler but uh, of Matt Damon and um, Thor or (laughs) Chris Hemsworth's brother the one who played him in that scene in Ragnarok Uh, those characters yeah it's those characters back Um, I think it's from what you could see in the set photos it looks like it's the same it's just the same joke again but they're like they're retelling the um the events that unfolded in Ragnarok uh, sort of through drama again which I just think is really funny I think that's a really funny like recurring bit Uh, sort of in the same way of that uh you know in Ant-Man um the I've totally forgotten his friend Uh, um
1: it's it's, um Luis
0: yes Luis when he does like those recaps I think those are so funny as well um, so I really like that as a little Recurrent joke to just have those Characters come back and do like a An over dramatic retelling of the Previous movie, I think that's so funny um,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, Russell Crowe In to play Zeus, I really like that I think, I I, think Russell Crowe Like playing off those other characters I think that's going to be amazing
1: I think yeah, I think he's good cast Actually, I was just thinking Matt Damon Cameos, I think he was also In one of the two Deadpool movies Um I think uh, there there was a bit at, in one of them where it's like uh, two rednecks sitting on the back, sitting uh, near their truck, and they're talking about something. Something that happens in the distance. I think Matt Demon plays one of the two rednecks.
0: Really, I had no idea. That's really cool.
1: You, you'd have to check, but I mean, I yeah. think the two the two rednecks were two famous guys. Can't remember who the other one was, but I think uh, he was one of them.
0: that's really good I can imagine Matt Damon like he just seems like a laugh I could imagine him being you know on a nearby set like filming a different movie or a tv show or whatever and then just being like oh you guys uh filming a movie in here (laughs) you know like just walking in. and he's definitely the sort of guy who you just walk in and if he kind of is familiar with the director someone or a producer they'll just be like you want to you want to jump in this for a second um
1: I I think I I I love that I think he is. I remember reading this. Sort of, doesn't take as many full acting roles, mm. and now uh, because I think he's focused a lot more on his like humanitarian work, which is obviously very admirable.
0: Class, no, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's. I like. I like any actor who's just who will just like have
1: have fun sometimes. I think that's always good. Um, jo- uh, George Clooney, is a really random. George Clooney was a big fan. Of... Oh, I assume he still is. Uh, he was like a big fan of South Park in the early days and he really wanted to do to voice a character on it so um, uh, Matt and Trey got him to voice a dog Betty <laughs> <Not laughs> lies; the dog just barked so there was oh like a God. random dog barking in one episode of South Park that's voiced by uh, George Clooney that is hilarious
0: <laughs> that is actually really funny see I mean listen sometimes Hollywood can be you know a, a nightmare or whatever for some people but sometimes they just get it right you know sometimes mm. people make movies and it's just good and it's just yeah. fun and when it works it really works um but yeah we have one more piece of Marvel news that this I'm really excited for this and um, we got the Shang-Chi tr- trailer god that's hard to say Shang-Chi trailer uh dropped this week um Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings um i think this looks so good i'm really excited for it i love a martial arts movie um this looks very good it's got some great fighting in it by the looks of things um we get the return is maybe the wrong word return of the mandarin but the the real mandarin um as opposed to what we saw in iron man 3 but yeah other than that not a lot of story but i think it looks really good i'm i'm excited for this look what do you think
1: uh yeah, I was actually I was very impressed by the trailer, especially because I'd sort of I'd seen the poster they'd released. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw the poster, but it was a very ultra generic Marvel poster. I was it I was, was thinking about this, and um, the fact Marvel have done some great posters, like the I think the Avengers of fin- Infinity War one. <laughs> now at this point's pretty iconic. Yeah. Um. Uh, but this this one fell into the group of ones that are really really any like uh, that uh captain marvel ha- basically the captain marvel one is basically the mm-hmm. exact same poster in a different color palette uh, i think yeah ant man's was relatively generic uh so I-, I sort of thought maybe seeing that poster which was it was wrong of me to assume but, um i thought maybe be a bit of a cookie cutter marvel origins movie which are still entertaining but you know yeah there's been quite a few of them at this point but I thought the direction of it looked very different from a normal Marvel movie which I think can make for a very interesting change of pace I mean I was thinking if you showed that to someone and didn't tell them it was a Marvel movie I don't think they would have uh, known it was one it looked yeah very I different. thought that
0: yeah I thought that too I I thought um it does like even if story-wise it may you know retread some of that cookie cutter stuff just because it's so hard to avoid that when you're like introducing a new character you know it's it's almost impossible to avoid kind of going over some of the same plot points but um in terms of yeah as you say like the tone looks totally different the the just the direction and the style like to the color palette like the way it's shot even just from like the clips we saw in this trailer it does it looks completely different it looks like a totally different direction which I am very excited for I mean we've said it a few times with like the the new tv shows and stuff coming out that like this is what we really wanted to see or I certainly really want to see from the MCU now now they've proven like they've by far proven that they can make good movies now I would just love to see start seeing different movies and this really looks like we could be getting that so it I was just really happy to see that, honestly. To, to see a movie that didn't look like okay, it's another Marvel movie, which I think Black Widow maybe looks like it might be, which again still looks yeah. good. Like we talked about it a few weeks ago, but it looks very Marvely, which isn't, as you say, that's not yeah. a bad thing at all. But this makes me more excited than that, I think.
1: Um yeah. The I also thought the action choreography. Uh, didn't look like it it came from the school of Marvel, because I mean, there is a sort of, it's not even really a Marvel specific thing, it's more just from the superhero genre in general. There's a very sort of specific fighting style, but I thought this looked much more like um, sort of, well obviously because it is a martial arts movie, it looked much more like martial arts uh, movie style combat. Like uh, There was also a bit stylistically, I thought, looked very similar to there's a sword fighting cr- and um, let me get the name right I think it's is cr- Is it cr- is it I'm trying to remember which way around this is crouching tiger hidden dragon or crouching dragon hidden tiger I think no, it's I think crouching think it's crouch- tiger hidden dragon yeah it's, yeah, it's crouch- crouching tiger hidden dragon I, I just thought there was one bit in the trailer that looked really similar stylistically yeah. to that which would be very impressive if it was yeah um <laughs> Also, the other big thing was Aquafina was in the trailer. I, I feel like she's one of the ones that the movie just pops up everywhere, which I'm delighted about because I'm a massive yeah. fan of her. She is very funny. Yeah, I think, think
0: Aquafina. It's it, she's like it's kind of at that point where it's not necess- She's not necessarily a big enough meme that it's like bam, middle of the poster, like massive casting news. So, but because of that, it means. I'm nearly always a little bit surprised when she like pops up in a trailer and it's always just like yes (laughs) you know it's just a little like oh cool Aquafina's in this movie because like I didn't know until I saw her in the trailer and I was like oh class that's a really good a really good addition um but yeah like you say she is super funny so uh I'm I'm just excited to see it man i not really much else to say other than the Mandarin's back He's got oh they changed that's one thing I was gonna say they changed the the ten rings instead of being like rings that you wear on your fingers the sort of like wristband type things it looks like yeah um which I think is cool I saw someone talking about it they said uh, they think it's maybe to like differentiate it from the Infinity Stones and like how ha- you know on the hand which I think makes a lot of sense they probably don't want it to just look because in the comics they are just uh, ten multicolored. Colorful gem rings on your on his fingers, which I feel like would be, uh, scarily close to the Infinity Stones. So I think it's it makes sense to to change them to like the bands, but they look pretty cool. No, I'm excited okay. to see it. Um,
1: we got Ten some rings. funky characters. Ten rings would also probably be incredibly annoying <laughs> to wear <work laughs> while filming true just flying
0: off your hand every time you throw a punch yeah. they're like incredibly obtrusive as well they just got like giant gemstones one of them's got like a lightning bolt on it
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um if you ever see like the original comic panel from the first time those rings are introduced because it is from like i don't know the 60s or the 70s or whatever they just look ridiculous it is literally that like One of them has a lightning bolt, one of them has like a picture of a whirlwind on it or whatever. It's the cheesiest, campiest, most comic book thing ever. And it's so funny. And part of me, part of me wishes they did that again, but obviously I don't. But like, God, that would be so funny if they just, they bring back the 10 rings and it's literally like, like a child's, uh, you know, fairy princess ring or whatever, or like, um those Power Ranger toys where it's just like, just a giant, plasticky bright red (laughs) lightning bolt symbol i just think that would be so funny um even as like a a joke or whatever or just a little reference i i think that's i love when they just bring back something really stupid from comic books
1: Uh, well i think if you see if trevor slatt remix is returned for this film you might see something like that oh true that would be great if, if we got a wee
0: a wee return i never even thought of that coming up um but that oh that would be fun uh yeah i'm excited to see what happens because that is one thing we didn't see in this trailer really any connection to the wider mcu so um i don't really mind if they keep this contained or if they uh introduce it to the the larger mcu world i don't really mind what way they go with it but um yeah either way i'm excited to see how it fits in because this character is definitely an interesting one um yeah so yeah shang chi i'm excited um but that's that's all the news we have. Not lots of news this week, just a couple of little Marvely things that we could talk about. Um when, when is there ever not Marvel news, though? That's one thing I can rely on at the minute if, if I need news is that there will be some kind of Marvel announcement. <laughs> um but yeah, with without further ado, we'll go into our topic for this week, which is gonna be a little bit of a QA slash um get to know your podcast hosts. Now that we've done We've done a few episodes. I think by now people probably got to know us at least uh, on a personality level. They probably understand uh, that we're just, you know, two, two idiots talking crap about movies. But what do the people really want to know, you know? So <laughs> we've got some questions submitted from listeners and from friends. Uh, we can also just ask each other questions. Look, if you have any questions you want to ask. Um, these There's a bit of a mix here. Some of these are, are quite good, but it's a mix of um, tones in terms of some genuine questions about uh, our, ourselves or our personalities, and then just down to hypotheticals that I think will tell a lot about ourselves, but they aren't directly about our personality specifically. <laughs> um, but yeah, to start us off, actually, well, we maybe start off, we'll ask each other a question. I think that's a good way to start it off. Um, something it can be basic or crazy if you want but do you have any questions you're anything you're dying to know or dying to let
1: the people know maybe um that you think would be fun to answer uh yes uh why are you holding my talent back <laughs> this
0: is oh this is actually the last podcast episode this is just like a podcast <laughs> where we have a, a big falling
1: out and it all, it all falls apart okay no <laughs> right okay i i'll do a proper one if you could see any two rappers do a rap battle against each other who would you pick and why
0: oh wow that's interesting hmm i suppose this does introduce like an an added curve of i don't really know of the rappers i listen to i don't really know who would actually be a good battle rapper but um i'll say just based on like rappers who I would like to see go two to two uh I mean it's 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 kind of it's it's low hanging fruit, but I'm gonna say Eminem because come on who doesn't want to just throw Eminem in the ring anyway it's gonna bring the best out of some people you know if you battle them against Eminem it's that's the that's the superman of this pick two people to fight against each other yeah. um especially in like a battle or like diss track scenario
1: yeah then- so now you need to find Goku really
0: yeah. I'm going to say again I don't know if I don't know if they are a battle rapper necessarily but could certainly release like a really solid uh diss track type thing. I'm going to say Jay Cole to go against Eminem because I feel like there's it's different enough where it's not a direct comparison but um I think they're like equally matched in terms of ability and like uh both having their own individual styles and stuff. Um also Jay Cole the sort of half diss song that he did, um, nineteen eighty nine, where I think I don't know if he was talking directly to, was it maybe Lil Pump at the time said something about him, um, but just talking generally to like that generation of rappers, and that that song is one of my favorite J. Cole songs. It's just a an absolute slaughtering verse, um. So yeah, I'm to say J. Cole, Eminem. Uh, not that I want them to fall out, but that that would
1: be a very fun. Uh, back and forth to see for sure, guys. Why do we have to rap against each other? Can't we just <laughs> be friends? Mm.
0: Yeah, come on, let's set aside our differences and rap together. And then that's the <laughs> well. Of course, they both. Of course, what it would ultimately come down to is, uh, Eminem would throw out a diss against J. Cole's mom, but in in doing that, he would say his mother's name, and then they would discover that they actually both have <laughs> the same. both of their mothers have the same name and actually uh they would bond over this and they would become stronger than anything and then they would team up to rap against uh doomsday
1: i really don't think eminem's mother is the right way to become friends (laughs) with them unless Uh, you in fact hate your own mother and you bond over that true okay maybe it's
0: that though and they do still they do still rap against doomsday at the end that's the same uh he doesn't there's no analogy in this Doomsday is still the... Please, still in, in the this someday.
1: denial, please let Cardi B be the Wonder Woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, because Wonder Woman is arguably the most competent person in the DC universe, so it has to be someone of a really high caliber <laughs> playing the Wonder
1: Woman role. I I think Cardi B is unironically very funny. I think she is actually very witty. That is true.
0: That is... That is not a bad show. but i mean in compared to j cole and eminem like if j cole and eminem are batman and superman the wonder woman uh rapper in this needs to be a level above them again because i think wonder woman is arguably the the best person in the dc universe um but anyway that's a conversation for another day um do you have an answer for this question look or do you want me to ask you something different
1: uh, I mean, I'll take a question from you. But I'll just give uh, nine um for this, if you want. I think M and M. I'd love. I would pick. I I think I saw. I know I said battle route but I think for the two, I'm going to pick maybe like sort of diss tracks might work better. Yeah, uh, if I could pick, that, I'd pick M and M versus Andre three thousand. I. I think if you look at the list of people who could conceivably take on Eminem in a few and possibly win, I think it's a very short list. But I think Andre 3000 might be on it. Nice. That's a good shout.
0: Andre 3000 is a, that was a, out of left I never would have thought that. But that's actually a good, that's a good uh, pick. I like that. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll ask just because it I don't think it's actually come up on the show before. And it's a very boring question, but no one else asked it. It feels like something that probably should be addressed on a on a podcast like this. What is your favourite movie of all time? Um, maybe you don't have one specific go-to, but if you
1: can drop me a couple even. Um. Well, usually my... I've got a few go-tos for this question. I'll, I'll sort of maybe go around a few genres. I think maybe sort of uh adventure overall classic cinematic movie i would go indiana jones and raiders of the lost ark i think anyone who knows why like in movies knows i love all the indiana jones movies except um the uh per youngest child runt that is kingdom (laughs) of the crystal skull um but i i think um i'll not use my platform again to slag it off it's Picking enough of a beating at this point. And Fair I quite enough. liked the wood chopper. I'll say something positive about it. I liked the wood chopper vehicle thingy set piece. Mm. I thought it was good. Um, even if it was a bit of a rip off of um, the. There's like a movie that has like a thing with a combined harvester or something. Um, no, uh, sorry, it's not the same thing. Actually, I can tell you what I was thinking of. It's uh, the French connection. Uh, the scene um, where the plane uh, is, is in the field and it nearly yes. hits the two guys. That's the one I'm thinking of. It's not actually the same thing. Sorry, <laughs> that is a tangent. Yes, Indiana Jones, in my opinion, is pure cinema. It's got action. It's got romance. It's got comedy, uh, especially the third one. The third one's easily the funniest movie uh, with the interaction between Indy and uh, his dad uh but yeah it's basically really uh it was it was still a right while well ago i think the first one was the eighties um but i think they are very much a homage to sort of the classic cinema uh with the sort of the righteous upstanding uh hero who gets the girl and whatever and defeats the bad guys I just love it i i I honestly don't think if you have i don't know how long it is but i think if you have two hours to watch a movie i think there's very few worse ways i think there's very few better ways to spend it than watching indiana jones um so sort of other genres i'll go comedy i'll sort of split between two just because uh, I think, I'm not sure what other genre put the second one in, but first of all, I would say Hot Fuzz. Nice. I I, I think in terms of comedy movies, um, most are never as good on the second or third or watch through as they were the first time. Hot Fuzz is one of the few movies I think I laugh at the same things every single time. Yeah. It's just so funny. It's um, an absolute favourite of mine as well. I think I will maintain, I know some people prefer Sean of the Day, and I even know in the years since its release, uh, World's End's picked up a cult following. I think Hot Fuzz is easily the best Cornetto trilogy film. Uh, and it's just, I know it's a bit of a lame Guy thing to do just the same movie quotes, but I mean, I, I don't know how anyone can do a bit of a smile at a Hot Fuzz quote, especially, I think, Timothy Dalton, playing the role of like the supermarket owner every single line he delivers is pure gold and his mustache is unbelievable.
0: I love that he plays like the owner of a local supermarket as if he's like Lex Luthor or Norman Osborn (laughs) you know as if he's like this multi-billionaire evil tycoon kind of character Uh, you know almost like super villain character like mastermind thing when he's just he owns a a local not even that big supermarket (laughs) you know I think that is just so funny and it's not it's not even like a chain really it's just like the the local uh locally owned food food market I think it's so funny.
1: It's not Uh, a supermarket it's a supermarché.
0: Yes, of course.
1: (laughs) But yeah hot fuzz
0: it is one of those I think yeah as you said like really lame guy thing to laugh at movie quotes and you know sit in the corner i mean this is just a college humor sketch but sit in the corner doing impressions and quotes but sometimes they really do make you laugh and i think hot fuzz is a perfect example of some of those um some of those classic quotes that kind of they will yeah as you say they'll get a smile out of me every time um but yeah that's
1: a great pick i'll i'll i will And the other one i wanted to talk about for comedy because as i said i'm not really sure what other sean you've Put it in. I think I mentioned it the other day to you Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's just brilliant. I and mean, again I think Edgar both Ed and Hot Fuzz were Edgar right. But I mean I'll not I'll not bore the listener after I think we talked about it recently but I mean that's in terms of rewatchability that movie is almost unparalleled in my eyes. It just <laughs> never gets old. The style is so sure. good. I mean I there's For a movie that's about possibly the world's most awkward man and Scott Pilgrim (laughs) played by real life's most awkward man Michael Cera, I don't think you're going to find a movie that looks as slick visually as uh, Scott Pilgrim does. Definitely. Um, Yeah. Well, do you have any other favourites? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll try to sort of cut this off a bit because I know we've already gone on for a while, but uh, if you just throw out a few genres, I'll I'll give you a movie from it that I love. Okay, um, we'll
0: we'll do. Well, let's do a back and forth then, because I'll do mine for genres as well, and then we can just uh, because I've got one for comedy since we were talking, and since you mentioned Michael Sarah, I think honestly, I think my favorite comedy movie probably is Hot Fuzz as well, but um, very close second would be Superbad. I think Superbad, God, is just hilarious, and it is very like, it's very it's comedy of of a different time, but it, it's still it's just so stupid and it's so like real to that high school experience as well that I think it's so funny and just so like cringy and awkward. Um, that that's that but... the
1: thing that, that genre of comedy almost was born and died with that uh, one film. Cause it was like the first um, sort of movie of that sort of Judd appetite. Well, sorry, might not have been the first forgetting Sarah Marshall might have been the first, I mm. uh, bet it doesn't matter, but it's like, it was one of the earliest movies in that genre of comedy movies, and it was the best one. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like, even if the ones after that were really good, they were still always just going to get compared to super bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay,
0: let's uh, let's see genre. Well, we we'll both we can both fire our favorite Marvel movie out. Um, oh, that's a tough uh,
1: one. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Nice, that's a really good pick. I'm gonna say objective favourite I'm going to say Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 but I think Infinity War Endgame as a you know as a sort of amalgamation yeah. of everything that came before it it's pretty unparalleled but as yeah as individual movies I'm going to say Guardians of the Galaxy
1: Volume 2 love that movie yeah. um, I, I, I would say probably to be fair I would pick Guardians of the Galaxy as a double bill it's it, it, picking yeah, yeah. one of them for me would be like picking a favourite child <laughs> yeah
0: for sure um goodness i'm running out of genres somehow horror, oh, horror. okay go for it
1: oh uh, um I've, I've watched very limited very limited numbers i'm just gonna have to go with the favorite of the ones i've watched uh cabin in the woods nice i have i don't think i've watched any
0: horror movies i mean i'm sure i have but like <laughs> off the top of my head no idea, I hate scary stuff. I've, I've mentioned this before, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that because even even though there may be one horror movie that I've seen before, I definitely probably didn't like it. so <laughs> to say it would be my favorite would be by default, I think. Um, okay. And uh musical movie. Do you have a favorite musical movie?
1: Well, uh, I, lots of favorites. I think maybe. Uh, laymans Zarabla just about shades it over nice. a few very close contenders. Yeah,
0: yeah, so many contenders. I'm gonna, I'm gonna not allow Hamilton in this because it was like a recording of the, of the show. So I'm not. I'm gonna say Hamilton doesn't count because it would probably take it for me. Uh, I think I'm gonna say Greece. Weirdly, um, even though it's maybe not one of my favorite musicals on its own, musical movies. I don't know. It may, it makes me happy. Uh, like i'll watch that movie like you know sort of christmas time or whatever i think it's just, uh, it's just a fun watch um i don't know why that just that just literally sprung to my head and i was like all right since it's since it's the first one i thought of i think that deserves it, its place it's earned its place by uh, being so memorable
1: um oh, here's the good rom-coms
0: oh um okay i'm gonna I'm gonna see if what's probably my actual answer for this because I have the next genre in mind. Um, but I feel like it's probably gonna be your answer. I'll say
1: um
0: I'm gonna say she's all that. I love she's all that.
1: Uh I would I would preface what I'm about like to say in saying I acknowledge it's it's gonna be reasonably far from actually being the best rom-com ever made, but I just thought by the other I remember just how much I love it as a movie. <laughs> is really niche but I love run fat boy run <laughs> I haven't
0: even seen that I don't think
1: it's so good it's just uh it probably joined with love actually I, I, I couldn't I couldn't in all fairness say it's better than love actually but I just love I thought about it I just love it so
0: much <laughs> nice um well love actually was going to be my answer but then I, I was that was what made me think of the next genre, and I'll say favorite Christmas movie. Oh, never okay. Well,
1: me call it. Okay, then I'll, yeah, I'll throw in Love Actually. Excellent. Love oh, Actually let's is be fair. so good. <laughs> there's one, there's one, I, I know you said call it, but there's just one more genre that I think's big enough that we do need to include it Animation. Oh, yes.
0: oh of course. Um. Oh, that's tricky. Okay, well, I'll say this is actually my go to favorite movie of all time, so I'll, I'll include it here um even though i always say when i say this it's my favorite in terms of that like when someone asks you your favorite movie this is my answer but like my actual favorite probably changes depending on what i'm in the mood to watch or like as i change as a person but i'm going to say my objective favorite movie is the lion king um close second i'm going to say into the spider verse cuz oh my god that movie is incredible
1: my favorite animated movie i think is shrek i love shrek oh very nice I mean, that's it's, definitely
0: my probably the greatest sequel, I'm going to say, of all time. Maybe true. excluding Guardians of the Galaxy, but as you're saying, I'm including those as as a double bill. Uh, in terms of individual sequels, I think Shrek 2 is about as flawless a sequel as you can
1: get. Yeah. Sorry, I know we said we were going to finish, but I just want <laughs> to say one thing about Shrek 2. And it's, and it's why it works... Sorry, Shrek. Uh, is just a series, not specifically Shrek 2, I should say. Why it worked so well, and it's the same reason why Austin Powers worked so well for the spy genre, it is, yes, it is sort of a parody send-up of the genre, but what yeah. made it a great parody um, was that it was done in a loving way. It was made by people who, in Shrek's case, who loved fairy tales and Disney yeah. movies. So it was a great yes. send-up because it was done in a loving way. And I think I think that's, if you want to look at reasons why movies like Epic Movie or uh, Meet the Spartans were so awful, is just because they were ultimately a pretty mean-spirited and lazy parody of the movies that they were. um, Yeah, I think think
0: those sorts of movies feel very like, it feels like the writer's room was sort of them going, okay, what can we make jokes about? What can we make jokes about in this genre? Or even just not in this genre a lot of those movies are just literally a, a reference to something that's not even remotely related to like the genre that they're parodying Um, compared to yeah as you say Shrek or Awesome Powers where it's like okay what do we what do we want to keep in this movie and then what do we want to exaggerate from this genre because you know there's some things in like Awesome Powers or Shrek that like they're just completely honest adaptations they're not and it's completely faithful to the genre there's some things that aren't parody at all. And then other things that they're like, okay, let's exaggerate this because this bit's sillier. And if we want this to be comedic, then we need to make this silly. But like yeah. they they follow stories and follow the genre in, as you say, like a very, a very faithful and very like loving way, which I think, yeah, as yeah. you say, that's what makes them nice to watch instead of like, oh, this is just this is just jokes that aren't that good relentlessly yeah. for an hour and a half. <laughs>
1: To be fair, I think whoever wrote Austin Party. I don't know if it was Mike Myers who wrote it or if he just started up, but whoever did write it, you can clearly tell they just love James Bond. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um yes, but we may come back to that actually later. because um, we have a, a question kind of pertaining to that. So um let's get into some of our submitted questions, I think. Some of these will be some of these will be better. Um, some of these will have longer answers than others. That's what I was trying to say. So first thing we have. Some of these came from some of our friends. Some of them came from a, a Facebook post or Instagram post, whatever. So we have got a mix of things here. Let's start with, okay, uh, this is from Michael. This question is, who would win in a fight, a tiger or a
1: robot? Well, not to be of but surely it depends on the type of the robot. Do we want to, do we want to say, well, like, an average robot? Um, yes, most- I
0: think... I think that is that's the real question here isn't uh, it it's uh, it's are, what, what are the parameters of the question so let's let's establish that first
1: I think it has to be a robot that's somewhat capable of defend itself I thought average robot C3PO but like I means C3PO can do anything so I thought no, let's go for a
0: uh, average robot I'm thinking uh, Rodney from the
1: movie robots Oh, if it's Rodney, uh, I like Rodney, but it's the tiger no contest. They only it's just a matter of how long it takes the tiger to puncture the male, But as soon as he does, it's game over. Rodney has new no way of defending himself from that tiger.
0: But Rodney's like he's like an an of guy. He might like
1: come up with some kind of uh, solution. You don't think? Well, I mean, best chance scenario he escapes the tiger. I don't. Mm. I, I I think, but we're saying. It is an enclosed room, no tools available. Okay. To the death, I think it's the tiger.
0: All right. So maybe maybe a better version of this question actually is what is the what is the cutoff point in terms of like level of robot? What is the worst possible robot that could still beat a tiger? I think that's the question here, actually. Because obviously, as you say, there's a big steal on robots. I think you put the terminator in there, the terminators win in that fight. Mm-hmm. But as we've established C-3PO, I don't think has much of a chance. So where, what do you reckon the cutoff is? If we're talking like pop culture robots, where do you think the the limit is?
1: Uh... Um, well, I I think um, it's just got to be something that doesn't have weapons. It'll be the weakest one. Yeah. Um, sorry, I should say that doesn't mean no tools, just like nothing that is specifically designed as a weapon. Yeah. I mean, a robot in theory should have perfect aim. So even if he gave C three PO a gun, he could probably kill the tiger.
0: Yes. So my
1: my brain's going towards he's not weak per se, but if you actually look at like it's not like he's massively armored or has great weapons or anything. I think R two D two could take him because you know like in the I think it's Revenge of the Sith, he sprays the oil and then uses his uh, jet boosters to light it on fire. I think he could do something like that. I think
0: also R2D2 is a cold-blooded killer. He'll kill a cat. He doesn't yeah. care. That guy's that guy's a psycho.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. I think R2D2. That's a solid in terms of probably least physically threatening robot. Like least least capability to fight, but most uh, most chance of winning. I think that's a good. That's probably a, a solid bet. I think R2D2 has it. Or-
1: or maybe, I don't know if you'd say it's weaker than RGG2, but maybe one of those, like, Robot Wars robots that's, like, the spinning blade. Uh, it could Kill-A-Lot? Just, yeah, or something like that, because if it could just cut out the tiger's legs from underneath it, that's true. I, I feed it. But I don't know if you'd necessarily say that's weaker than RGG2. Yes. Do you know what you call a tiger with no legs? Um,
0: I, I don't know what you call a tiger with no legs anything you want it can't chase you <laughs> <laughs> oh we're back baby people said i lost it but I still got it he's still got it baby <laughs> okay <laughs> so there you go that's our answer the the lowest we reckon it depends on the robot but the the cutoff point we're saying is r2d2 so wherever you land on that robot, that's that's your capability um okay Let's go. Oh, we have a question from my sister Clara. She said, uh, "If you could be tiny for a day or giant for a day, which one would you pick?" Um, again, I'm saying tiny. We're going like Borrowers, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids kind of size. Giant, we'll say. Uh, oh, I don't know what size like kaiju style. Godzilla w- kind of size. I was size, thinking. Or- I I was thinking
1: Ant Man when he makes himself yes big.
0: okay giant man yes cool okay yeah so so where what are you going for this i know my answer for sure
1: um, giant definitely as long as i don't destroy my uh house uh definitely giant i mean that's like that's so much killer
0: for real i've i'm going tiny all day i think tiny like giant i feel like that gets boring pretty quick also you have to be so careful about where you're walking all day when you're giant I think being tiny is great like it's just more fun I think that anytime anytime I see people get shrunk down in a movie that I'm always like that would be really fun more so
1: than giant you could break like every single athletic world record though oh was a giant day. yeah yeah true. true like 100 meter sprint try the one step uh <laughs> world deadlifting record or whatever easy peasy and what, what are they going to say? You can't compete just because you're big? Yeah, but I'm still human.
0: Yeah, that's true. That would be incredibly discriminatory. Um, Fair enough. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a solid reason. But also, maybe it also it would, it would depend on the day too. <laughs> Is it the day of the Olympics? Because pretty good. It's <laughs> pretty good odds in that case. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't yes, know. I, I thought- think...
1: Uh, Maybe it's just a, a positive aspect of your personality as to how you think, but you were wanted to be tiny because you're worried about stepping pe- on people, as opposed to if you're tiny being the one stepped on.
0: Yes, well, I'm assuming in this you're you're safe either way. I, uh, if we're going Ant Man rules, where you like you maintain your same kind of strength and density as a tiny person, you don't really have to worry about getting stepped on because it would be like as sore as a person stepping on your hands normally so you could just hold that easily um so I I think tiny is the way to go I'd like to be a little borrower for a day you know like swim in it swim in a bowl of cereal you know (laughs) like a little crumb of cake is is a giant piece of cake build like borrower type shenanigans all around the house set up like a hot wheels track fight your rat fight a rat yeah yeah oh my god i just i just become tiny for a day and like set up a, a tiny coliseum and just do like combat for the whole day
1: are you uh, not entertained are
0: you not entertained uh, uh yeah see i think that's that's more fun to me that to me like uh maybe i'm just maybe i just really like that tiny man sketch from auntie donna's big old house of fun that's what i'm thinking of. i mean uh, but there you go
1: hello
0: (laughs) It also I guess it speaks more to our our relative sizes anyway uh, and that you are a much taller man than I am and I'm a much shorter man than you are so maybe that's why we're just you'd think it would be the opposite we'd both pick like the uh, the furthest from our, our current heights but instead we actually both just leaned into ourselves normally interesting well, I'm sure that speaks a lot to our psychology. If there's any, uh, any Freudian guys out there, feel free to do a write-up and email it through. <laughs> um, you can write that up, but I'm not
1: going to read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it's more than uh, three sentences, I'm not reading it. I want, like, synopsis. This means look is blank. This means race is blank. And that's, that's all I want to read. Um, okay, I've got a more... Here's a more, I guess, nice and kind of real question. Uh, this is from Phil. What is one thing that you want to accomplish or be known for uh, in your life or in this world? What's just one thing? It doesn't have to be like the your mean thing, but just something that you would like to accomplish. It can be as as big or as small as you like.
1: Um, that's quite an existential question. Well, it doesn't uh, have
0: to. Your answer doesn't have to be enlightened at all. It can just be like, I would like to.
1: Well, well, maybe not movie. my main legacy, but you know, I've always quite wanted to set a world record, not but not like one of the ones where it's you do it as part of like a really, really large group. I mean, those are those are still nice and all, but like, yeah, an individual world record, and yeah, then cool. it doesn't even have to be that impressive. Like, I mean, yeah, these guys have got world records for like the most after eight eights eight in one minute,
0: yeah, um, yeah, it's just that thing of like you know who did this it was me this guy I set this this record that is Mm cool one I think that's nice like yeah especially if it is something silly. I almost find it like I would almost prefer to have a silly record than like a really maximum effort kind of record I would like it to be like oh I've actually watched this thing seven million times and I guess I get a record for that you know like Something really dumb. I think that'd be oh, hilarious.
1: Be be uh, the world the record. It's like the guy who, the most melon smashed open <laughs> with his head. <laughs> in one minute. That's yeah, is that,
0: that's the one you're going for, Luke. Set set it yeah. now. This time next year, someone write the date. This time next year, look, I want you to have that melon smashing record.
1: I do not think that's a good idea with uh, for long term <laughs> neurological health.
0: Listen, look, you played rugby for a long time. It's, we're past that. <laughs>
1: the writing's on the wall. <laughs> the writing's
0: on the wall. Um, I don't know if I have a particularly, as you say, a massively um, existential or enlightened answer for this. I think, um, I don't know, what's something I would like to accomplish? Get Get more of our stuff out there. You know, I think recording this podcast is definitely one of the things that I wanted to do and I'm very glad that we do it now and sort of similar things to that. I think, you know, um, I make music. I'm like writing a book at the minute. I think I would love to make something like that, a, a book or a TV show or a movie, like uh, not necessarily in like a massive way. You know, it doesn't have to be my passion project or I don't have to direct or anything like that. But I I would love to like have my name put to something like that. I think that would be lovely, just a writing credit or a like, Oh, I made this character, right? Or I, you know, contributed this to this thing. Um, just like a little contribution to something that I know kind of people saw and I liked and people liked. I think that would be nice. Um, but yeah, that's pretty vague. I don't have a don't have my eyes set on anything particular at the minute.
1: Why well, <laughs> don't accomplish when I know I've gotten that real shadow Legends sponsorship? That's when I know I've made it.
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> true oh that's actually one thing one thing that i really do like not really want but one thing that like yeah it's not that i want it but i would be incredibly happy like this is the sort of mark of like we've made it whether it's this podcast or like any kind of project um more so than like making money from it or getting mad recognition the day that i i will be like oh my god i'm i'm a celebrity i want there to just be like uh Reece Devlin funny moments on YouTube you know or like uh, crack and banter compilation crack and banter animatic you know people make like anim- animations yeah, of, of funny moments god if I ever saw that on YouTube like on my YouTube recommended or someone tweeted it at us or whatever I I that would be it I'd be like okay cool we've done it that's my mark now for like what, when I'm what set of, with this.
1: One um, of those videos Luke Mackay being an icon for two and a half minutes
0: Yes, that's what I want. Uh, yeah, that's that will be the mark of. I don't need anything else from this. That's that's my dream. Um, so if anybody's listening and they want to get on that, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that'll be. That's I I love those things. See, little anim, animatics. It's just like it's such a lovely fan base thing to have of like people being a fan of something and actually wanting to put their sort of creativity into it. I just think that's such a lovely thing. Um. Anyway, moving on to an, an equally sort of uh, deep question. What is the best dinosaur to be weaponized as a living technical? That question comes from Lee. Um, so I'm assuming this is like a, as, as we were talking about earlier, sort of gladiatorial combat scenario. There's dinosaurs and you can mechanize or weaponize them in some way. So you can pick, let's say you can pick one dinosaur and one, style of weapon to to pair them with what's what's the apex predator in that scenario
1: oh it's a brontosaurus and a tank uh so brontosaurus for anyone who doesn't know although you should is uh well you you know how like a stegosaurus is the spiny teal that they can swing Mm -hmm. imagine a stegosaurus by way of an aardvark it's like it's similar body shape because it's a herbivore as well, but it's got like much more armoured back rather than uh, spiky plates. And mm. its tail at the end, of, instead of having spikes, it's a club. Yes. And apparently it used it in defence to smash the leg bones of any predator dinosaurs, which I think is the most metal thing
0: ever. It's the egg in the tank. <laughs> Very, very similar to a Brontosaurus. I was going to say Ankylosaurus, which is kind of the same.
1: Oh, same sugar, vibes. no. I think I meant an Ankylosaurus. I think a Brontosaurus might be one of the long-necked ones. Oh. Yeah, I think I meant an Ankylosaurus. <laughs> Whoops, I thought I was being all knowledgeable about dinosaurs there. I thought I, mean,
0: I thought Brontosaurus had the the pleated head as well, but
1: I, I, maybe we're both I'm, wrong. I'm, I'm just gonna Google it. It's probably easier. Google it. Google it. Um, right. So we might have both. Yeah, Brontosaurus. brontosaurus. Brontosaurus was uh, one of the uh big tall neck ones yeah i was thinking an ankylosaurus
0: oh okay well you can if you have ankylosaurus then i'll pick something else i'm also i'm struggling whether to pick like good you know useful or just like badass points because i was going to say ankylosaurus but the tail is an axe which i know is far far less <laughs> adept at fighting than your tank version but mm-hmm. come on ankylosaurus but the tail is an axe that's 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 such a good dinosaur.
1: <laughs> well, if that's what you want to pick, then maybe a stegosaurus, because I mean it's more of a it has a spiky tail, so it's more of a like stabby uh dinosaur. No, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh,
0: triceratops anti-aircraft missile.
1: <laughs>
0: that's that is
1: cool. Nice. Now you're yeah, no. getting <laughs> it.
0: Well, yeah, that's my badass points, okay? So we gotta go. This is it. This is whether we're making a TV show or whether I want to win this combat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if we're going for the the coolest version, I think Triceratops anti aircraft missile. I want them to be a team now, though, instead of fight. I think we've got uh, the, the bad well, guys are the carnivores, it's, obviously it's, yeah. in this scenario. So I was going
1: to say it's, it's herbivores against carnivores. Sure, excellent.
0: I think we're off oh, we're starting a good chance here. I like it. Our, what's, what's our TV show called? What is it? Ankylosaurus and Triceratops?
1: Uh, oh, I mean, I was thinking Herbiformers because I thought these sounded quite like Transformers, but that yeah, a bit that of good.
0: True. What about, like... Uh, no, that's uh, good. Oh, Cybervores.
1: That's quite good, yeah.
0: Hell yeah. God, come on, guys. This is Idea Central today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, and we said we were useless before. We said we didn't put any effort into this. Come on. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> we've actually got, we've gone through quite a few questions here. I thought we were going to end up answering like one thing because uh, that is very much our, our normal kind of thing. Um, okay. I'll try and get a few of the, some of our, our friends and ask. So, okay. Robert asked for our, if we have a craziest or favorite conspiracy theory that we've heard before um do you have any conspiracy theories that you really like or that are just so ridiculous do you have like a the
1: craziest one you've heard uh yeah i think this is kind of well known one by now but i don't, I don't think i'm shedding any particular light on it but the mm. pigeons aren't actually real yes uh, the, 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 they're like uh i think this one sort of emerges like ju- there's loads of great joke conspiracy theories to sort of offset the <laughs> uh and seeing ones with coven last year yeah uh, yeah uh i think the other great one was the wembley lasagna uh, and yeah, yeah but the pigeon one was that pigeons aren't real they're actually robots sent out mm-hmm. by the government to like spy on people yeah and that the whole reason for lockdown was so the government could change the batteries and the pigeons and Hilarious. then the proof was always like have you seen a baby pigeon no exactly because <laughs> there's no such thing because they're robots that the government makes and then the Wembley lasagna was just this one that <laughs> the government <laughs> were backing a giant stadium sized lasagna in Wembley Stadium in London yeah. to feed the population during lockdown
0: hilarious <laughs> absolutely brilliant <laughs> just flawless I love a conspiracy theory I'll say my favorite like genre if you could even call I guess this was like this is like the original conspiracy theory are like cryptids, so you know, like your Bigfoots, your Loch Ness monsters, um, specifically the like really obscure uh, local ones that like very specific towns across, especially I feel like in like the UK kind of countryside and rural areas will have like these weird local cryptids. Um, I don't know if we have any local like Northern Irish ones,
1: uh, well, that I they wouldn't go. uh Country Park. They there was these trees. They wouldn't cut down when they were doing the uh the parking spaces because they were apparently fairy trees. Mm. Yeah, fairy trees
0: like a common thing over here though, yeah. like in farmland and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Our fairies are fairies against? I sort of said that I think I'm not sure just because they're mythical creatures necessarily makes the I know that's fairies are out there, man.
0: Yeah, there's there's a bit of overlap even as I was saying, like even cryptids. I don't know if you'd count that because there are some that are like that date way back, but um yeah, I like when when there's a new uh skunk ape or beast of bodmin moor, uh (laughs) you just see these little stories of um things that are just clearly an escaped zoo animal or like uh, a cat that was covered in trash and like that's that's the whole conspiracy those are probably my favorite ones um i do love one that i love to pretend to believe is the uh the conspiracy that australia isn't real that australia is like a government (laughs) propaganda and that um whenever you fly to australia you actually just like the the plane just goes up in the air and then lands on like a, a set in the middle of the American desert or whatever. <laughs> I think that is so funny, and that that's one that I like. I like to pretend that I believe that as well, because <laughs> it's just really funny to be like, "Yeah, that is true," you know. Because like, they just have all those crazy animals over there, and you never see those animals anywhere else. Like, that is mad. To be fair, I think it is. I think that is real. <laughs> yeah,
1: wild bears. What are they supposed to mean? Like, I mean, are we supposed to really believe there's an animal? Who, for the males of the species, the testicles actually sit above the penis. That's an yeah, interesting. Come on, that's be not bears. You, that's a serious koala fact. Yeah, they have and, weird genitalia.
0: And you tell me they're bears. I me, mean, I've seen a bear before. That place isn't real. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's some there's some great conspiracy theories out there, and there's some dangerous ones that like it just hurts that people believe it. But yes you know be careful out there is what i'm saying when you you get into conspiracy theories try to look at them through the lens of comedy and really try your hardest to not fall for anything because there's some that just they that like take it seriously to the point that you forget you started out looking at this as a joke do you know what i mean Mm. sometimes when you're looking at conspiracy theories you sometimes will be like oh god people really well people really go for this
1: yeah Saying don't question things, but you know. Yeah, of course, of course. Do, uh, do you, the rule of thumb is always have an open mind, but don't have an open mind to the point where your brain falls out.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> open yes. your mind. Open your mind a crack, but maybe yeah. don't not, not wide open.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, all right. We have a question from uh, Jack, our friend Jack. He wanted us to talk about space balls. However, I've not seen space balls. Um, but I, I will watch it and we'll I'll come back to it maybe next week and and have you seen this. Um but as an extension of that, he asked for our favorite parody movie. So we actually talked a little bit about parody movies earlier. Um I'll say I, I think this counts as parody, but maybe it just is a comedy version of the genre. I'm gonna say Shaun of the Dead.
1: Um is that a parody of zombie movies? I, I would think. call it yeah. It's it's maybe not so much a parody is maybe a send up or a homage but I mean I think yeah it
0: is due a, a, to a lack
1: cl- of parody movies being released nowadays I'd say it's close enough
0: yeah I think also yeah as you say there's not that many parody movies especially not ones that are necessarily good <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna say Shaun of the is probably my favorite if you would count it um just just such a good movie uh we've talked about it before so I'll not talk too much about it other than just saying, I really like it. I think it's it does lots of things with zombies that I think is very fun, and I'll I'll watch an Edgar Wright movie anytime. So, yeah,
1: yeah well, classic. I, I think uh, I said Shrek and Austin Powers would be my two favorite examples, but you know since we already sort of covered them, I'll not go into detail. I'm just trying to think if there's any other uh, ones I really liked. Um, it's not coming much to the top of my head. It's parodies are I think are one of the hardest genres to do, actually. They're not it's not easy to do a good parody movie. Mm. Um I'm just trying to think, what ones are there?
0: I but actually I haven't
1: watched most of the good ones. I mean, there was a run I've seen Airplane. Uh oh yeah. Is a, it a weird one? I didn't really Airplane wasn't my thing. I'm not saying it's not a good movie. It's just the airplane wasn't really my thing, and you would expect it with my taste in movies yeah. for it to be. I just I don't know. It wasn't for Fair me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Top Secret's supposed to be good, but I've never seen it. Um, and Blazing Saddles and the Three Amigos. So I think mm. those are good, are pretty good ones. Yeah. Um, but oh actually do you know what one's great um Tears. it's a sort of it's a parody of like 90s kids movies i really like oh Tez. yeah
0: nice uh yeah i've only seen it once but actually i did enjoy it um i haven't seen the second one is it good
1: i've never seen the second one i've heard it's not as good as the first one uh but yeah i like the original say that was sort of yeah. like seth MacFarlane. uh i think when he's really interested in something actually is a very funny guy like i mean um sort of especially I don't mind your episodes of family Guy I think people maybe just don't like them because they're not quite as good as original family guy but I mean original yeah. family guy was very funny yeah uh, American dad is still really funny and I think Ted was very funny plus the guy can sing
0: yeah it like really can it's so it impresses me every time I hear Seth McCacquan sing because it just <laughs> Like, no matter how much I know he can sing, it's still a surprise every time. Like, still, for some reason, I'm just not expecting it whenever he does, uh, which is just so funny. (laughs) Um, Okay, I have one last question for us. This comes from our our very good friend, Jordan. Um, Jordan asked, uh, well, he asked one question that we couldn't broadcast, uh, but then he asked a follow-up question that was much more suitable. so jordan as well as us is also a big marvel fan so he asked if we could have any uh marvel characters pars um we can take their powers. so we don't become the character but we get their their abilities who would we pick i'm gonna say for this it's still in our universe so we don't have to like fight criminals or anything we just get these powers to like either help us in everyday life or just to have because we want them. So I'm going to say it like you don't gain the responsibility of like saving the world. <laughs> this is just to, to have their parts for a bit of fun. Um, who are you going to go for?
1: I, I've always said, the um, problem is because he's limited to Marvel. I've always been r- really wanted to do super speed, but Quicksilver mm. is very quick, but I mean, he's not the flash quick.
0: Yeah. I'll say also, sorry, just to add to this, um, abilities or if it's like a non-powered character, you, can, you like you can have the Iron Man suit or like Falcon's wings or whatever, you know, you can add, uh, you can have the things that make that character, that character, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, you know, I think he's probably still quick enough. I'd say Quicksilver super speed. Nice. I've always wanted super I think it's just the most versatile power, uh, you yeah. Know. You sort of like you've got a big exam. Well, you can study uh, however many times as fast as everyone else. Um, you can you could basically play any professional sport on earth whether well, you think that's morally okay to do when you have a superpower or <laughs> what. Uh, and, I mean, you could probably you could just do normal uh, law enforcement f- uh, or normal vigilantism. I mean, there's not many criminals who want to take on a guy who can run uh, 50 yeah. times faster than them true true i this question is always hard (laughs) as long i should say super speed as long as i get super reactions always yeah have an image in my head of not someone who has super speed not super reactions so trips over every single obstacle because they can't process it yeah i've I've
0: always said and to be honest with the amount of comics that exist i'm sure there is a character like that but as a i would love to to see a like a a series or a show or a movie or whatever, or even a comic about a character like that, or like ca- just ca- all characters like that where they get classic superpowers, but not the like small print of those powers. Like, you know, where it's like okay, you get super strength, and then small print is like combined with this, you have super endurance and blah 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 blah. But like someone who just they can lift anything, but they have like no endurance to be able to do so they just instantly get comp- like really tired or whatever <laughs> uh same like you get super speed but no super reaction so you like you have to actually slow yourself way down so that you don't just like run through buildings every second i think that'd be so funny or like you can fly but you still take like fall damage if you fall out of the sky so you have to like land really carefully <laughs> i think funny. like that would be I, I think that's there's a there's a genre there somewhere
1: um, well, you your Superman's books, <laughs> flying characters do you get damaged
0: by falling. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, okay, I'm gonna pick mine. This is really hard. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Doctor Strange. I want to have magic. That's like that's the nerd part though. To be like my power is I read a lot of books and then get better at what I'm doing. Like that is that's the o part to pick because it is literally just directly proportional to reading books which i actually don't even like doing um but magic's just cool isn't it it's hard uh, to not pick magic
1: um, well not if you're Job and and <laughs> arrested <of> development
0: <laughs> excellent reference <laughs> um yeah i think i'm gonna pick dr strange but that's tough
1: um i, I wouldn't like to be so i, I think sort of a singular superpower is quite good because you're still close enough to being human, I think. And in fairness to him, I've always had sympathy, I mean, even though he's a fictional character. I've always had sympathy for Superman. I think being, I think Man of Steel actually looked at it being just like so extraordinary compared to the normal human, I actually think to be quite alienating. Yeah,
0: actually, I've, I've completely changed my mind here. Doctor Strange I think is cool, but it, it doesn't actually fit with what I actually want because as you say, I think it's too much, it's too many options and you have to remember so much and like, that's, that's not my personality at all. Even playing games, I am like a spam X kind of guy. I am not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a remember combos guy. So yeah. like knowing all these spells is going to be completely wasted because I'm literally just going to be throwing fireballs, spamming fireballs <laughs> every second. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to pick Spider-Man actually. Uh, yeah. Sp- I, Spider-Man's probably my favorite character as well. And yeah. That's 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 good pars. That's reliable pars. Like I know what I can do. I can I can do jumps and swings. <laughs> I can do punch what, pretty
1: hard. Do what's probably actually the absolute worst power to have. I think would be mind control. I don't think there's any way you can be a normal no at all would, with mind control. Just knowing you can ne- have everything you want.
0: Yeah, I think I would never use it. Like if I had mind control, I think I would only use it on like the absolute worst people to try and make them stop doing bad stuff. But even then, it's like, God, that's so much responsibility.
1: <laughs> well, sure, that's, I think that was basically Kilgrave and Jessica Jones. Yeah. He was a complete yeah. nihilist because his life essentially had no meaning.
0: Yeah. Because he had never uh, earned
1: anything in his life.
0: Yeah. No, there's, that, that's a, that's a part I would, I'd hate to have. Um, But yeah, it's, it's just because it's, it's too much. You know, I think any, any part that gives you instant responsibility is like, it just it completely changes your life doesn't it to be like okay i guess that it's like fun for a day and then you realize oh i have to actually stop all the bad things in the world from happening now so that's that's fun (laughs) um so yeah we've fun parts we want we want fun stuff um but cool I i think those are good solid solid abilities um all right that's gonna do our questions i think that we We talked for quite a while there but i think we had some good we had some good insight i think on on some of those um but that'll bring us into our next segment which is have you seen this um this is a segment of the show where we have a little talk about what we've been watching or doing over the last week and then we just chat about it so look have you seen superstore
1: uh only in like an episode or two so I'll, I'll i'll say no not really
0: fair enough uh yeah i've been i've been watching it quite a lot on on netflix over the past little while um i really like it i think it's really good um it is for anyone who doesn't know it's a essentially it's a, a comedy series about a group of people who work in a, a big supermarket um it's i guess it's similar in tone to the office in some ways i think um but it doesn't have it's not the same format it's not that like documentary style format um but it's i think it's just a lot of fun to be honest i don't think it's like it doesn't make me laugh out loud a lot but some things in it do really make me laugh specifically they have like really great little um shots like in between scenes that are just stuff that's happening in the store so it'll just be like a little background thing or whatever and they are really really solid jokes that are just so funny um but yeah i think those are those are really really good those little jokes i i love it um but yeah i've i've been watching that a lot i think it's really good and what have you been watching
1: uh well the main thing i watched was a finished off captain sorry i couldn't call it captain american the winter soldier falcon and the winter soldier I'll yes. just finish that off, but we're. I think that will be our topic next week since uh, we'll do a big discussion on that. So instead I'll say, have you seen either First Dates or First Dates Hotel?
0: Oh, I have seen clips of First Dates on YouTube, but I have not watched the the show. But, it, man, it is funny. So <laughs> talk talk about First Dates.
1: Yes, so for anyone who doesn't know... Um, uh, First Dates uh, is a show on Channel 4 uh, it's basically it's what it says in the tin, uh, two strangers go on a blind date in a restaurant uh, and it just films the date, there's there's a few different dates throughout the episode some end in a second date some end with the two deciding they would rather just be friends some end with the two people deciding they don't really like each other at all at First <laughs> Dates Hotel is basically the same thing except it's in Italy at a hotel rather than a restaurant in uh the UK uh so yeah why I like it yeah as you say there's times when it can be really funny but it's just a very honest depiction of uh a very unique experience and a first date um they're not actors they're real people and it's just it's it's a it it can be nice in a number of ways it's as you say, there's the humour of funny things happening, but it can also it can be very pleasant just to see uh, the sparks of romance between two people, yeah, or th- the <laughs> the two curling cringiness of a date that is not going well.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it is also nice, like as you say, they're real people, but they're also w- what I would call like real real people rather than like TV real people. You know, yeah. you know how the likes of. um Maybe like The Only Way is Essex or like Love Island, even those sorts of things. They are real people yeah. in that they aren't celebrities, but it watching those people go on a first date probably would feel like a TV show as opposed yeah. to just like watching some people kind of hit it off or, as you say, be incredibly awkward or whatever on their first date, which I think is like, yeah. a, that's a much more charming thing to watch than like two people who are playing it up for camera a lot of the time, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That that what you've pointed out is completely right. That's another g- great thing about the show it is a proper wide spectrum of people. It reflects what real life is actually like. It's not TV's ideal person. It's yeah, young to old people. It's um, gay, straight, bisexual, uh, lesbian, transgender people. People with disabilities. Um, it's uh, people of all shapes and sizes, ethnicities. I, I think it's just, it's a really honest depiction of real life. And because it's such an honest depiction of real life, it never feels schmaltzy or anything. It's, yeah. it's, it's one of those times, you know, you can sort of say, I would call myself a person that's maybe too cynical at times. But I mean, even that, mate, watching a show like that just makes, it's good for your soul, just makes you a bit happier, which yeah. I think, especially in today's world, is a very important thing for a television show to be able to do. Yes, also that is Fred is an absolute sex bomb oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> i i mean i'm saying this as a straight man that is a hot hot man <laughs> <laughs> excellent well there you go i mean
0: if there's not enough reasons to watch the show now you've we've definitely given you given you more than enough um <laughs> but that that's yeah i i think I'll, I'll actually give the the full show a go then because i've only ever watched like you know funny compilations of things and yeah. little clips, so I think that'll be that is worth watching the the actual show to see a full episode or two. That sounds you, like a lot of fun. You,
1: you really um, do end up written for people and you know hoping to do yeah. it so as well because it's two lovely people. Yeah that is nice people, All right. people have gotten married off the back of the show, which is also amusing.
0: Yeah, I think that's there's I feel like there's much more charm to first dates than a lot of other dating shows um on on the tv it's yeah Yeah. you can you can imagine yeah you can imagine people like being themselves and then actually deciding whether they like each other or not which i mean yeah way way to just literally explain the the whole premise of the show (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah i think that like that sounds simple but that's what that's what makes it charming um yeah but yeah that's that was nice um two just nice recommendations of sort of pleasant shows to watch there um but yes falcon and the winter soldier will be back to wrap up next week i think because i i just finished it as well today and boy oh boy i'm excited to talk about it it's very good it is most excellent so if you're yes you want to get caught up for next week if you're listening uh catch up on that and we'll be talking about it next week because it is very good
1: next next week before we start we will give you one spoiler warning and then we will be fully into spoiler territory so if you're wanting to watch the if you're wanting to listen to it do watch it beforehand
0: i mean you'll you'll have to
1: do it now if you mean you can skip (laughs) yeah i I don't think you should skip next week's episode but if you don't have the time this week to watch uh, falcon and the winter soldier you can always skip next week's episode and come back to it exactly or just watch it and get spoiled if you really don't care
0: oh yeah uh, if, you don't care, if
1: you're a, if you're right. a
0: bad boy of the marvel universe fair enough
1: <laughs> maybe you don't like superheroes but you like our uh witty so to speak exactly
0: <laughs>
1: i don't know what you're saying but
0: i like the way you say it
1: <laughs> It's call us um, because we are the home of witty banter.
0: correct <laughs> uh but thank you very much for listening guys we're gonna end it there before this gets any more ridiculous this has been the Crack and Banter Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in contact with the show, um, if you want to send us any more questions, maybe if we uh, left you hanging on any questions today and you want to get a more full answer, you can get in touch with us um on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, we have a subreddit as well. You can get us there, Crack and Banter Podcast. You can send us an email through to crackandbanterpod at gmail.com. Uh, we will... Be happy to answer any questions. I want to say thank you to everybody who did send in questions for this week. Uh, I really enjoyed answering these, actually. So, yeah, if you've got anything else you want us to talk about, you want to recommend us something or you just have a burning question that we didn't get to today, feel free to send those in. Um, share the podcast, tell a friend if you've enjoyed it. And we'll be back next week. Look, do you want to close us out?
1: Yes. Uh, with the weather getting a bit warmer now, when it's sunny outside, please... If you burn easily, remember to slap some sun cream on and wear a nice, uh, wide-brimmed sun hat. Otherwise, thank you for listening to the Crowd and Bunter podcast. I've been Luke McKay. He's been Reece. Uh He doesn't have a surname, which is interesting. Is uh, like share. Please, please listen again next week, and thank you.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.